everyone, and welcome back to Identity Insights by Indicio. I'm your host, Tim Spring, and today I'm joined by Indicio CEO, Heather C. Dahl, and she's here to discuss the recent digital travel credential trials in Aruba. Uh, so thank you again for joining me today, Heather. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Thank you. Um, my name's Heather Dahl. I'm one of the co-founders, and I have the honor to serve as CEO of Indicio and work on behalf of an incredible team to help our customers deploy and succeed with verifiable credentials. All right, awesome. Well, no, we're very excited to have you here today and appreciate you working us into your schedule. Uh, in your own words, could you give us a little bit of a background on what was happening down in Aruba? Basically, um, you know, what happened in Aruba was so incredible because Tim, as you know, I've been working in the space of decentralized identity for 14 years. And I crossed a border with legal authorization using a digital travel credential type one with a verifiable credential. I crossed the border using that verifiable credential in a government's immigration system with the government's authority. And that was such an incredible moment for this technology, for everyone that has been contributing to, the, to this in the open source communities. But most of all, it was an incredible milestone for CETA and the government of Aruba. Really, when you think about the words like breakthrough, milestone, landmark, all of those are too short a word to describe the importance of that moment. And this is the key. I was not the only one who did that um, in Aruba. There were travelers coming from three different countries, all passing and clearing the border with authorization from the Aruban government before they departed their home and able to go right on through using a DTC type one with a verifiable credential. It was a very important moment for CETA, for the government of Aruba, and for all of those in the open source verifiable credential community. No, absolutely. I know I was uh, also super excited to hear about it, uh, and I got to see some pictures in the press release, which were also awesome. Uh, could you walk us through what that actually kind of looked like, right? Mm -hmm. So I know you had it on your phone. Did you need any other yeah. documentation? Did what, was, what would it look like when you went through? Um, the first thing is, is um, Aruba has a Aruba Happy One Pass or Aruba Hop, and it is an app that you down. In this case, an app that you download. Um, I use an iOS device, so downloaded it. And within their um, app, you're queued to take your passport. The app tells you how to do this, and you first take a photo of the page in your passport that has all your data including the machine readable zone at the very bottom. And then for US passports, you have the passport open and you set your phone, your actual device on the passport where the top of your device is just below the beak of the eagle. And um, using the information from the MRZ, it actually opens the chip that is contained in your passport. And the information in that chip, which includes your information and some biometrics, is um, trans transmitted into your device in the form of a verifiable credential. 
you're asked with consent whether that can be shared against um, an ICAO database to confirm that that passport is a legitimate passport by a legitimate government. And it responds back with the affirmative, in my case, affirmative, that it was. And I consent to the creation of a DTC type 1 credential. And then what happens is the government of Aruba asks if you're willing to share that credential um, in addition to providing some more information about your visit, like where you're staying, how long you're staying for, where you learned about Aruba. And with consent, I then shared that information. The key here is I shared directly with the government of Aruba. There was no third-party system, no database, no other provider. It was me as a traveler sharing that passport information directly to the government. The government then assessed that information based on their systems and determined that I would be allowed to cross the border. And therefore, they sent me back an Aruba hop, Aruba happy one pass. <laughs> that mm -hmm. basically says, yes, you have the permission from the government of Aruba um, to enter the island when you arrive. I did all of this standing in my kitchen. And it took me longer to explain this to you than it actually took to do it. The scan of the passport and the chip, I mean, split split seconds. And even for myself, I was I went and was like, wow, that was impressive. And all that was done from the kitchen. So when then when I arrived in Aruba, I just have to go to the e-gate and they're able to match the information I transmitted with their systems, and that gave me the, you know, head to the beach because in Aruba, the goal is 30 minutes from, you know, arrival to on the beach. And what and if, if I instead decide to socialize with people at the airport, but if I had not stopped to talk to a few people, I could have been at the beach in 30 minutes. And when you arrive, many of us in those arrival halls and you look and you're like, wow, it's 30 minutes just to get through line. Imagine now we're in a world of seamless travel where one can go from airport to beach in 30 minutes. So for CETA and the government of Aruba, wow, they have worked for three years on what was um, deployed last week, and it worked flawlessly and incredible kudos to them because they really are in that effort creating milestones and landmarks for all of us. All right, awesome. So yeah, um, I actually was gonna bring that up with you as I know that Indicio has trialed uh, a credential in Aruba before a couple of years ago or so. Uh, what, if you could kind of articulate, what was kind of the progress and what was the cause for a new trial? Just the fact that it was ready for more people to use or what happened there? When we um, started working with CETA and Aruba is around sharing health information related to COVID, proof of test or vaccination. That's no longer the requirement it once was, but the systems were designed, whether it was proof of health information or in this case, a digital travel credential, they were designed to help progress and scale as use cases and needs changed. So 
no longer was the pressure needed on the health information. And so we were able to move to a digital travel credential type one using the verifiable credential. And that's specifically what we were deploying and using last week. The important part is, regardless of whether it was health data or the fact it was a DTC type one with a verifiable credential, here is what the traveler was able to do. One, travelers were able to manage their own data directly in their device. That's where the credential lived. Two, we provided the power to the traveler to consent to their information being shared. And three, we ensured that travelers had the right to data privacy. And we did that every step of the way. All three of those, all three of those led, whether it was health credentials or what you saw, and travelers, when they arrived at Queen Beatrix Airport, for them, there was a new vista of a digital world, and that was a world where Aruba and the CETA were the leaders. And what both organizations delivered was a bold new meaning to the freedom of movement, and they both made seamless digital travel easier. And it was an empowering moment to see those two partners come together and deliver this technology flawlessly. No, it definitely sounds uh, absolutely awesome. Um, so, right, I'm not sure how many people were involved with the trial, but were there any key learnings that you could share with us or what was what was some of the big takeaways besides obviously that it worked and this is an awesome thing to see? Yeah, one of the, one of the concerns was, well, what if someone doesn't meet the criteria, right? Um, in the case of sometimes when you cross the border, there are points where you need to provide more information you're still going to be accepted across the border, but the government may want to know a few things. Why did you overstay your last date? Was that your correct flight information? And the system worked where flags were thrown for some travelers using the DTC to provide exactly that information that there may have been the question mark. And it allowed immigration to focus on those and help those um, travelers cross and provide the information they needed. So it wasn't just some people think, oh, it's just like, go, 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 go. No, this provided what we call ecosystem governance. So the government of Aruba could decide the criteria. They could just decide the context of each criteria. And then they were had the ability to work directly with the traveler to find that information. And in Aruba, they very much provide, pride themselves on their friendliness, an exceptionally friendly um, island. And because they were able to quickly understand what that exception could be, they could provide that personal touch to the traveler to help them provide the information that may have been missing and then continue on. So I think that was a really important finding that we saw in this, that yes, it allows you to immediately go. And for those who do need to provide that additional information, it gave the opportunity for immigration to provide that human touch and that friendly service that um, immigration and, and places and tourist destinations like Aruba really do want to offer to each of the travelers. All right. Very cool. Um, and I love that that's their mentality is, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of help you make it work. Um, so I'm curious, right, this was a trial. Uh, what are the next steps? Is it going to be I can download it and use it soon? Obviously, I think everybody wants to just be able to fill it out from their kitchen. Uh, so what, what happens now? Um, absolutely. Um, 
Uh, Sita and Ruba continue to move forward and make progress. And um, by no means do I want to take any of their glory. So I am not going to steal anyone's thunder here, Tim. And I'm going to let them, when they're ready, talk about the next steps. But I am very excited. All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, it looks like that is about our time for the day. Uh, if you are interested in learning a bit more about verifiable credential technology, uh, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll continue to bring you some more educational content. If you have any specific questions or topics that you'd like for us to cover, please go ahead and leave a comment below and we'll be sure to read and address them. And thank you again to you, Heather. Uh, if people want to learn a little bit more about the work in Aruba, is there anywhere in particular that you'd suggest they look? Yes. Um, on on dcu.tech, in our blog, we have a blog that has all the links that you need from animated videos to how it worked to um, stories that happened in Aruba, media coverage, um, press releases that were issued. In addition, you can go to CETA, S-I-T-A dot A-E-R-O, and also in their blog um, and press releases, you can find more information, including the animated video there too. So I encourage you to go take a look at what's going on. It's extremely cool for all of us that have been working on this for years. That was an incredible moment and really a testament to this open source community and what we are delivering um, to the world. Incredibly proud moment. Mm -hmm.